Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Uh, to the last, uh, Capes and Japes episode of 2020. Um, unless you're a patron, and then you will also get a bonus episode before the year's over. But the last official Capes and Japes episode of 2020. We really, <laughs> against all odds, recorded an episode every week for 2020. Except the one week we purposefully skipped to amplify, my, I, I would argue, um, extremely much more important things. That's true. Um, but given, uh, given that our one skipped week was an intentional skipped week and not an overwhelmed by the state of the world skipped week. Um, yes, we made a conscious decision instead of yeah. just, well, shit, I guess we're not doing one. <laughs> oh no, Pretty, the, uh... the heater just kicked on, so if anybody okay. uh, hears some weird background noise on my end, it's because it's been raining for... All, like, almost, like, 18 hours now. Oh, that's fun. It's winter! Finally! I feel so alive! <laughs> I miss the rain. Oh, boy. Hi, California. We don't get a lot of rain. Yeah, we, uh, we have very different experiences of winter, as it turns out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I remember. I remember East Coast winters. They are extremely different. <laughs> Weird weather, right? Um, yeah. Climates. Wow. Who could imagine such a thing? Anyways, folks, um, we are not here to just uh, talk about... <laughs> this is not an various... awkward party where we just talk about the weather. Yeah, no, listen, this is a cool, fun party where we talk about comics books. Um, and we are going to, uh, close out 2020, um, by talking about another, uh, extremely important Batman-related character that we somehow have not done an episode on in, uh, three years, which is wild. Holy shit. Wild Absolutely on all wild. counts. <laughs> yes, every uh, in every possible sense. Um, we're talking about Alfred. Yeah, Alfred Pennyworth. Hey, I kind of wish I kind of wish that um, COVID wasn't a thing, so that I could tell people to try talking about Alfred Pennyworth at their awkward New Year's Eve parties. If you, um, if you go to, like, a Zoom New Year's Eve party, try just telling people about Alfred Pennyworth. You'll have some, hopefully, some new fun facts after this episode, and you can see where that gets you. Um, Alfred, Alfred Pennyworth, um, probably one of the most, uh, universally beloved Batman supporting characters be very hard-pressed to find anyone who's, like, anti-Alfred. I'm sure there's gotta be someone, and they are already my enemy. They're already so wrong. Like, 
People can argue about which Robins are the best Robins uh, all day long, but pretty much everyone loves Alfred, except for people who are wrong. Um, <laughs> they are objectively wrong. It's just, it's just the facts. Um, it's uh, also, he's also one of the most, you know, um, iconic, obviously, uh, Batman-related characters. You see him in, like, second to Robin in any sort of, like, pop cultural iteration of Batman, usually they will put an Alfred in there. Like, if you're doing, like, a Batman parody or, like, this is a character that's obviously supposed to be a reference to Batman. Like, a lot of the times people will include an Alfred to be like, see, this is how you know it's Batman. Um, Unless it's a future Batman, in which case Alfred is um, no longer with us. <laughs> has, um, actually, Olivia. Yes. Has anyone uh, in comics made it canon yet that Alfred is immortal? Because I would be very invested in this, if so. Um, definitely, definitely not now. Um, but, uh, I don't, there's, like, I, there's probably, I don't know of any, like, alternate universe stories where, like, Alfred is, like, an immortal being a la Kenneth from 30 Rock. Um, but I would I would also be uh, stoked to read that. I think it's time to write some letters to um, some DC executives, some writers, yes. really get a campaign going. What if I think, Alfred I think... is an immortal vampire hunter? Do you think we could get that <laughs> off the ground? I think i mean i think that would be ideal i know he's in the uh the batman vampire like elseworlds thing but i think he's just uh like he's just alfred in it that's um, what he wants you to think that is you're right if alfred was uh, an immortal vampire hunter um he would probably try and convince people that he was just a regular butler um this sounds extremely good. I think we've got uh, I think we've got a good thing going here. Alright, I'm typing into Google addresses of <laughs> top DC comics executives. Alright. Great. I'll I'll get um, back to us off the air about this. Okay. Thank you. Um while uh while you're looking that up, uh the the kind of there's some weird uh some weird things about Alfred uh given what he's known as today um the first most surprising thing is that Alfred is not introduced uh to comics until uh 1943 um in issue 16 of Batman which is still you know very early in Batman's history um, but and very early in comics. <laughs> very early in all of comics, yes, for sure. But still, like, several years after, um, you know, Jim Gordon, who, as we mentioned last week, appears in 
the very, very first panel of the first issue that Batman is in. Um, and even later than, uh, than Robin, which is a result of, uh, Alfred in the early days, um, having a very different, uh, story and vibe than Alfred as, uh, he is currently known. He actually, um, there was a 1943, uh, Batman serial, like, a film serial, um, not that you eat, a, a series, a series of, of, of episodes that you would go, uh, to, to the movie theaters, uh, to watch, um, and... Alfred, uh, the idea of Alfred seems to have come from that, uh, because that, um, they're both introduced at, like, around the same time, um, but the movie Alfred, uh, more closely resembles, uh, what Alfred eventually came to look like, um, and it's, there's a lot, there's a lot here that's a little bit shaky. Um, but most people are pretty sure that Alfred was created for the comics, uh, as a result of this, uh, movie Alfred. Um, but when he first shows up, um, he's very different from both the movie Alfred and, uh, the Alfred that is, uh, we currently know and all love, except for people who are wrong. Um, <laughs> because he is introduced as a, uh, he's still, he's still British. Um, but in his first appearance, he's like, uh, he's heavier than he is, uh, currently. He doesn't have his little mustache. Um, movie Alfred was skinny and had a little mustache, and that's why he eventually comes to look like that. Um, but he, uh, when he first shows up, he just kind of, uh, appears at, I mean, not appears, he, like, walks up to the door, but he just shows up at Wayne Manor one day, um, and he says, uh, hello, uh, my name is Alfred, my, uh, father, uh, whose name is Jarvis, um, has passed away, and his dying wish was for me to carry on, uh, our family tradition of, uh, acting as butlers for the Wayne family. Um, and Batman and Robin are like, we don't need a butler, we're good, please leave. <laughs> um, and Alfred's like, well, uh, too bad, because I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, and Batman... And Robin are like, oh, what do we do? There's, you know, <laughs> there's this guy here and we're secretly Batman and Robin, but we don't want to tell him that. Um, and this, like, original Alfred was much more uh, kind of like a, a comical, like, bumbling everyman sort of uh, character. Like a goofy, you know, British guy. He's got a Cockney accent. Uh, he keeps on getting into scrapes, um, he, uh, in his first appearance, he, uh, the first issue, he accidentally, like, opens a switch that leads, uh, to the Batcave, um, and, uh, 
discovers. Again, this manor is just full of switches that open up the bat cave that people are just constantly stumbling across. <laughs> uh, but figures out uh, Bruce and Dick's secret identities and then ends up helping them, uh, you know, rescuing them from some uh, some criminals who have, like, kidnapped them and Alfred, like, distracts them. Um, and they're like, okay, well, I guess you can stay and keep uh, butlering for us. Uh, and then he, uh, ends up, uh, he has this thing where he's like, oh, I'm gonna be, like, a detective too, but he's, you know, kind of, like, bad at it and doesn't really, like, know what he's doing, and it's mostly just, uh, sort of, uh, comical and goofy. Uh, he also, in this, um, in these early appearances, uh, at some point his, um, his last name is given as, uh, Beagle, uh, and then he, uh, in, like, the 60s, it's, uh, he's, like, referred to as, uh, Alfred Pennyworth, and at some point they, like, at a few different points they've, like, retconned that, like, Beagle was, like, a stage name that he had, or, like, you know, it used to be his name, and then, uh, he changed it at some point. Um. Because he wanted to sound more old and British. He wanted to sound just as old and British as possible. Um, he's also given, like, at some point, uh, used the name, uh, Thaddeus Crane, his official canonical name is Alfred Thaddeus Crane Pennyworth, uh, which is... Interesting. Just, just, I mean, that's, it's pretty good. Um, but he, uh, it's also established, uh, in these early, like, comics that he is a retired actor, uh... And possibly also a former, like, intelligence agent. Um, the sort of, uh, the sort of military history of Alfred is something that has changed a lot. And I couldn't find, like, where officially that started becoming a part of canon. Um. It's classified, obviously. It is classified, for sure. I feel like it was, like, maybe something, my my gut instinct tells me that it's probably something, even if it was, like, mentioned early on, that, uh, they didn't really, uh, pay much attention to until they started, um, putting Alfred in increasingly dangerous situations, and they were like, <laughs> okay, we do need to come up for a reason, uh, for him to be able to get out of these uh as much as like like we keep having batman rescue him but also at some point he is going to need to like fight somebody and we need to there needs to be an explanation for why he can do that yeah i don't know if it's canon or fanon but i think i saw somewhere like for some reason in my brain it's like alfred was a field medic but I don't that, know where the source material for that came from. That has definitely been canon 
uh, at some point. In, in some, some form. <laughs> in some form. Um, the other, um, the other thing about it is that, like, with a character like Alfred, whose, like, personal history isn't, like, super relevant to canon, you end up with a lot of people just kind of, like, saying things. Yeah. <laughs> are true. Um... And so the the backstory you get cobbled together from these uh, doesn't always make sense when you put it all together. Of course uh, not. That would make that would be too linear for comics. Abs- yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> we can't we can't have that. We can't have anything uh, make sense. No, no, no. Um, of course not. A couple uh, a couple other things that happen. Um, with this uh this early iteration of Alfred one is that um he does have uh he has a daughter who shows up uh briefly she's uh the daughter of Alfred and uh mademoiselle marie um who's a uh who is a character in star-spangled war stories in like the 50s and 60s um, she was a love interest of, uh, Sergeant Rock. She's, like, a, a World War Two like, uh, resistance hero who Alfred met while he was, uh, you know, working with, uh, the British Army, and they had a daughter together. Uh, this is not, this is not true anymore, um, but... Thanks, comics. We'll get to the second. Yeah, Alfred, he does have a daughter again, and her name is Julia. I don't think it's with the same person. Um, <laughs> they just retconned her mom. They retconned, they, they, they retconned her out, and then they reconned her back in. But they retconned her mom. Um, I don't know, I... Um, or it's a different daughter, but Alfred just insists that all his children are named Julia. Yeah, who's who's to say? I can't remember if they talk about who her mom is. Um, she shows up, I think it's in Batman Eternal, and I haven't read it in a little while, and I mostly just uh, cared about the parts with Robins in them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know me, baby. Um, but regardless, so this was something that was part of, uh, Alfred's early history that was retconned. And then also, um, in the mid sixties, um, Alfred, uh, seemingly dies, uh, pushing Batman and Robin out of the way of a falling boulder, um, and then is revived, um, by an evil scientist. Oh, I was so worried it was going to be Rush Al Ghul. <laughs> you've got you've got two options basically. <laughs> um he's revived by an evil scientist um and comes back without his memories as a villain uh called the Outsider. Um and he gets uh like superpowers uh, he, his, like, 
whole body looks like he his like his skin turns white and he's got these like I because of the way that the, uh comics art was rendered at the time I don't know if it's like like his skin is like rocky or if it's just got like weird like a weird pattern on it um okay but I think I think largely he looks extremely different which is why they don't know that it's Alfred and all he just wants to uh fight Batman and Robin and he uh like mind controls like other people into fighting Batman and Robin for him um weird yeah and then eventually uh they manage to uh undo this process that turned him into a weird supervillain and he becomes Alfred again and he doesn't remember, like, any of the stuff that happened when he was the outsider. Um, Probably for suppose- the <laughs> Supposedly, yeah, there's some, um, some supposition that this was happening, like, post, like, seduction of the innocent and, like, one of the arguments as to why, like... Batman was like homoerotic was like his relationship to Alfred it's like why does he have like this like single man living with him um so (laughs) possibly uh possibly that this was a um I think this was a a Denny O'Neill Neil Adams era Possibly that's why they killed off Alfred. Um, oh no, people think, people think that Batman is gay because he has a butler. Only, <laughs> only gay people have butlers. Oh no, we gotta we gotta tell the one percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's also um, while he's while he's like d- dead, um. Dick Grayson's Aunt Harriet shows up and starts working for them instead. Um, which is like, if you have an aunt, why did you need to be adopted? Yeah, if he had an aunt. (laughs) Do you think, do you think Aunt Harriet was like, you know what? I don't have a lot of money. And I didn't really know this kid that much anyway. I feel like this weird billionaire that feels bad for him might be able to uh, provide him with a little bit more upward mobility than I would. Yeah, I think I think he'll be able to to give him some uh, some security. Uh, and also, do you think uh, she did like some extensive research, like just went around and talked to anybody who had ever met Bruce Wayne and was like, "Is this man safe?" Is this man safe? Is this man safe? Can he care for a child? (laughs) And everyone's like, yeah, I mean, he's like a little bit wild at parties, but other than that, like, he seems like a good dude. (laughs) Hey, which dog decided to grab a squeaky toy while I'm recording? (gasps) Dog crimes. Illegal. Maybe they're just um, trying to say, like, yeah, Bruce Wayne's safe. He can take care of a child. Listen, don't worry. He's got it. And Harriet's like, okay, I'll 
I'll let Dick have, like, you know, this better life. But if I smell any sort of... If if this man hurts this child in any way, <laughs> if he makes him upset even once, I will Uh-oh. bring the entirety of the U.S. family court. Or whatever it is that deals with adoptions and adoption oh, claims. Boy. Upon oh. this man. I cannot pay for a lawyer, but by the gods, I will represent myself. Oh, Aunt Harriet, I've got uh I've got some unfortunate news for you. Oh no. <laughs> Listen. Uh he is he's you know, he's doing his best as a dad. But uh possibly some situations that most people would not want a child to be in. Ugh. Disappointing. Disappointing. Um, so anyways, this concept of Alfred, um, who, you know, kind of, uh, introduces himself to Batman and Robin after they've already been, like, established crime fighters, uh, exists up until, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, um, and then Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, happens. <laughs> happens. It does happen. Uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately for all of us, it does happen. Um, and in the aftermath of Crisis on Infinite Earths, when they are kind of uh, rewriting a bunch of character like backstories and histories um, in order to make them uh, make sense. <laughs> um that's when um they introduce this idea that actually uh Alfred was around for a lot longer than that. Um it's like I did I read somewhere that it was actually um in the Super Friends cartoon uh first the idea that like uh Alfred raised Bruce and then it got mentioned in uh Dark Knight Returns, and then it was, like, officially, like, comics canon. Um, but regardless, the, uh, the concept is introduced that rather than, you know, coming to find, uh, Batman because of, like, a dying wish from his father, uh, Alfred has been around since Bruce was a child. Um, and... There are still several different versions of this. Um, there's, like, you know, um, there's, like, stories where he was, like, you know, his dad worked for the Waynes family, and so he, like, grew up kind of, like, around the Waynes. Or there's, like, uh, Thomas and Martha um, went and, like, uh, seeked... Seeked? Sought? Sought? Sought, thank you, um, went and sought Alfred out specifically because he was, like, I guess a famous, he was, like, working for the British royal family and I guess was just a very famous good butler. And they were like, we gotta have this guy. Um, Gotta get this famous butler. Yeah. There's one, um, story where it's, uh, he is, they keep, like, something of the same thing, where he's, like, a, um, he's an actor, um, and his, uh, 
his father passes away and like on his deathbed like is like oh you gotta go uh find the waynes in america because i worked for them and uh you have to honor this family tradition um so he uh goes and becomes their butler while bruce is still like a child um and then he uh ends up he kind of <laughs> he kind of hates it um which like you know if i was a shakespearean actor and then i was just uh butlering um i would probably be like this is a very uh abrupt and jarring uh change in career and i kind of want to go back to what i was doing before um can you just pretend that this is a role you are playing a butler <laughs> you are playing a butler for the foreseeable future <laughs> it's a very well playing well paying role though i i would think with how much money i, the I would have to assume have. yes um but uh in this version of the story, he uh, ends up, while he's, like, considering, you know, uh, leaving and going back to England, uh, Bruce, like, gets into a fight with some bullies, and Alfred, like, gives him a talk about, uh, you know, how to, like, fight back, like, by, like, thinking things through rather than just kind of, like, throwing himself into a fight. Uh, and they sort they bond over it, um, and Alfred's like, well, I've attached this kid, so I guess I'll stay. Uh, and then his parents die, and Alfred is like, well, I guess I'll extremely stay now. <laughs> um, so, obviously, uh, I mean, this idea that Alfred, in some form or another, has been around since, like, Bruce, either since before Bruce was born or since Bruce was, like, very, very young, uh, drastically changes the dynamic between them, um, you know, as opposed to them meeting as adults. Um, it is, like, you know, it, in the current canon, like, Alfred is pretty much a, a father to him. Uh, I definitely do prefer father figure Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs> I listen. Part of the family, Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs> it's so it's it's so important. Um also, uh Do you think that there that there are people who are like, I actually liked it when Alfred was just like a normal butler with like little to no emotional significance to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I liked when he was just kind of like a goofy dude who like I actually preferred it when he was just, like, there and not important at all. I think that's good content. I don't know. Maybe I haven't really read pretty much any of, like, the old, old Alfred appearances. Um, so, uh, maybe somebody out there thinks, uh, they're very good. But, um, consider instead, uh, he's, he's dad. Um, he is dad. He is dad. Uh, it, you know, so it, he also, um, post-crisis, um, he has kind of a, uh, a romantic, a mutual romantic interest in, uh, Leslie Tompkins, who's a, uh, she's a doctor. She's kind of, uh, 
the doctor, like the sort of like night nurse type, like doctor who uh, knows what Bruce's deal is, who he can go to for medical attention when um, Alfred can't like, you know, just like pull the bullet out and stitch him up or whatever. Um, but she, uh, in this version of the story, was also around a lot for Bruce's, like, childhood. Like, she kind of, uh, she was kind of helping him, like, after his parents died, and so she's, like, been around for a long time, and she and Alfred have, uh, sort of, uh, an ongoing, uh, romantic-ish thing, um, that doesn't really, like, go anywhere terribly serious um but they do have this kind of you know mutual understanding uh and it's like it so it it gives it gives Bruce this parental figure um who does work for him but who also is works for him only in the most technical sense because he is also like kind of the only person on earth who can tell Bruce what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and have like he doesn't even always listen to Alfred. Um but the percentage is way higher than anybody else. The per- <laughs> it's so it's so much higher. And most people don't even like talk to Bruce the way that Alfred Alfred talks to Bruce. The way that Alfred talks to Bruce, like, now, is just, like, 90% making fun of him. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody else does that. Um, Not even his kids. Not even his kids, which, like... They should. Speaking of, they should. They've earned it. They Um, should be able to make fun of him as much as they want. After after everything after everything, Jason died for this. Jason died to make fun of Bruce. (laughs) Um, he does. Uh, you know, he has a uh close relationship uh with all of the Robins because in this version, you know, he is uh he's there when Bruce adopts each of these kids. Um. So he's, you know, um, he's very close, obviously, with Dick. He does a lot to, uh, to help raise him because Bruce has no idea how to raise a child. And Alfred's like, well, I have, uh, I've been through this once with you. And I think, uh, I think I messed some stuff up there. I mean, that's Um, way more experience than Bruce has raising a child, so. Absolutely more experience than Bruce has. That's, like, that is another thing about Alfred, like, being there when Bruce is a child, is that, um, Alfred does have to take some responsibility for the fact that, uh, Bruce did not cope with losing his parents in a very normal way. Um, which isn't to be like, not, this isn't like a call-out post for Alfred, but I think it's like an interesting part of their dynamic if Alfred is partly like, you know, oh geez, I wish I could have done more. Um, (laughs) Maybe avoided all the Batman bits. Yeah, done more to help this child, like, you know, maybe there's something I could have done so he wouldn't, like, go on this, uh, lifelong obsessive quest for vengeance. Uh... 
Which, I don't know if there's anything Alfred could have done. I think this is just what Bruce is like as a person. But yeah. I think it's an interesting, like, thing to explore. Um, but he does, like, um, he, uh, he helps to, to raise Dick. He and, and Dick are, like, very, very close and have, like, a very good relationship. Dick has, like, referred to him as his best friend before, um, which is adorable. Uh, this very good. Um, he, um, you know, Tim and, uh, Jason are both, like, a little bit older when they become Robin, um, but he, uh, he, Alfred is actually, uh, kind of who, um, convinces Bruce to let Tim be Robin, ultimately, um, and he also convinces, uh, much, much later, uh, when... Batman dies and uh, Damien's just kind of, you know, running around <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alfred uh, does a lot to help uh, raise Damien and also uh, convinces Dick to be Batman and to be a good influence on Damien because somebody has to and Alfred cannot raise any more children. <laughs> He has had enough. <laughs> Especially children running around with knives. They just, God, there's so many, there have been so many children in this house, and this is the most dangerous child yet. Like, he thought Jason was rough. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred's just, like, lying awake, like, oh, Jason, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I thought all those things about what a difficult child you were. Damien. I take them back. I don't take them back, but I am. I do have them now in a little bit more perspective. It could have been so much worse. <laughs> it could, God, it could have been. Um, he's also um, the only member of uh, the Bat family who's allowed to use guns. I Like... <laughs> allowed um the only person like if alfred wanted to use a gun like bruce wouldn't be able to stop him like well no he would have a gun he'd have a gun Um, what would he do beat up alfred (laughs) like he can't like he could he could technically fire him, but he's not going to fire what? Alfred, and everybody understands that. I don't know if technically he could fire him. At this point, I think he is a fixture of the house. Yeah, no, he fires Alfred, and Alfred just stays there, and Bruce is like, well, fuck, that, was, that was all I could think to do. Alfred's like, what? I live here. What are you gonna do? Evict me? No. <laughs> Actually, um, you know, as your legal guardian... <laughs> This is my house. <laughs> Alfred, I'm an adult. Well, you know, there were some papers. <laughs> this is my house. Um, but yeah, he's, um, he's shown, um, using a shotgun on a few occasions. Uh, mostly when people try to, uh, break into the cave or the manor. Um, there's a scene in, uh, Batman Superman where, like, uh, Superman's, like, injured and Batman's, like, trying to get him back to the Batcave and Alfred's, like, kind of, like, uh, guarding this entrance and he's like, oh, Master Bruce, it's you. 
Um, and Clark is like, your butler guards the cave with a shotgun? <laughs> Bruce is like, yeah, it's normal. Don't worry about it. Um, Look, you see, I don't have so many, like, super-powered enemies. A shotgun would, like, at least hinder most of them. <laughs> most of them are weak to bullet. <laughs> Um, I don't have many invulnerable enemies, Clark. <laughs> if I did, I would have a very difficult time fighting them. And also, I am a man. I would give my butler something better than a shotgun. Um, he gets, he has the gun because, like, despite you know, um, having like military training. Um, he is still an old man, and he doesn't, like, have, like, the level of, like, you know, physical expertise that, like, Bruce and the kids do because they spend just, like, 24-7, like, training to, you know, beat up the Joker. Um, and also, again, he would not be able to stop Alfred <laughs> if no. Alfred decided that he needed a gun. Um, Alfred is the most powerful person in Wayne Manor. Yes. Objectively, yes. Um, but uh, he... Um, so he, you know, he has uh, this kind of, like, parental relationship with Bruce. He has this parental or, like, grand parental relationship with... It's still, like, a parental relationship with most of the Robins because, like... <laughs> He did help raise them. He did help raise them, and Bruce is a very weird example of a dad. Yeah. And Alfred is a lot closer to what a normal parent would do. If, fellas, you ever co-parent with your own dad? <laughs> they're all, they're all, um, everybody's doing what they can. Dad, honestly. I really need help. Please I really need help. help me raise all of these orphans that I have adopted. I need to... Bruce, have you considered not adopting orphans? No. Absolutely not. Um, there is one point where there's, like, so, there's, like, a storyline where there's, like, a rumor that, like, oh, actually, like, um, Alfred is Bruce's, like, biological dad, and okay. uh, there was this whole, like... <laughs> conspiracy to cover it up um and i don't think it's ever like technically disproven um but it is pretty like it never really goes anywhere and i don't think anybody is like operating under that assumption now um there's also a um in uh neil gaiman's whatever happened to the caped crusader um which is like not canon um, but it involves, like, a bunch of different characters, like, telling stories about Batman at Batman's funeral, like, none of which are, like, you know, supposed to be, like, canon or true or anything, but Alfred's story is about how, um, he, like, when Bruce, like, first started out, like, he wasn't, like, really capturing any criminals, and he wasn't, like, feeling fulfilled by his Batman thing, um, and so Alfred hired a bunch of his actor friends to become, 
like the different supervillains, and then Alfred became the Joker because he knew that like Bruce would need an arch nemesis in order to like have like motivation to keep going. <laughs> um, wild, which is. <laughs> Yeah, which is a pretty a, a pretty wild interpretation of things, Neil. Uh, Neil's just like, well, they hired me to do this thing, so uh, just gonna have fun with it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it, baby. Um, but he uh, that's uh, in contrast to what we talked about a little bit last week. Um, the Batman, uh, and the New 52 arcs where Bruce loses his memory and, uh, Alfred helps him regain them up until the point where he became Batman and then doesn't tell him that he's Batman because he's like, Bruce deserves to live a normal life after everything that he's done as Batman. He gets to finally rest i am so i just don't want to like have to give him any more stitches or pull any more bullets out of him let him be whole for a minute for a minute as he says um, this as he's cocking the shotgun <laughs> yeah and again nobody's gonna stop him he's the only one with a gun uh-huh uh he uh, like obviously and Bruce ends up like uh getting his uh getting his memories back um because he's it, a detective he, apparently it's, it turns out he is like the world's greatest detective or whatever um and uh uses uh uses this like machine that like redownloads all of his memories into his brain um New 52 is also where, uh, his, uh, daughter Julia is, uh, introduced or reintroduced, um, where she's, like, uh, she's, like, a British, like, secret agent, and she's, like, resentful of Alfred for, you know, uh, giving up his, like, former life and just, like, working for some rich guy and then she's like oh no you actually have uh the most demanding job i've ever seen um <laughs> never mind i'll go home now <laughs> yeah but she um she she helps she helps the bat fam out i don't know if she's still canon in rebuild um i think she is uh but who knows um he also gets his hand chopped off by the joker uh, well, but everybody's gotta they, lose something from the Joker. Yeah, they, um, they put it back. <laughs> um. <laughs> they put it back. They put it back on him. So it's fine. Um, and, uh. Okay, it looks like very... I, I did do a Google on Julia, yes. and it looks like in Rebirth, she might be in Batwoman comics, helping oh. Kate out with some stuff. Okay, that would um, that would be cool. And also, I have not read a lot of Rebirth Batwoman, so um, it would I make sense to me. Um, the uh, the other thing about Rebirth, 
um, is that as uh, as as of now, as of currently, as of uh, very recently, um, Alfred uh, did die. Oh no! What finally took him out? Uh, it was Bane. Um, it was, uh, yeah, so during, um, towards the end of, uh, Tom King's Batman storyline, um, it was, like, uh, Bane and, um, evil Thomas Wayne from an alternate universe, um, took over Gotham. I I can't stand that guy. (laughs) Um, they took over Gotham and they took Alfred hostage and they were like, no bat people come into Gotham and try to fix things or we'll kill Alfred. Um, and then Damien tries to come into Gotham to fix things and they kill Alfred. Oh, well, they did say what exactly would happen. They did say it specifically. Um, and then there's like a, um, like Alfred like leaves a message behind where he was like, uh, no, it's fine. I uh I wanted this to happen because <laughs> you wouldn't risk my life um to come back, but you did have to come back. So I am fine with sacrificing myself so you can come back to Gotham and stop uh Bane. I just um No, it's fine. I wanted this to happen actually. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, I'm a very old man. This is good to me. I'm a very old man, and if I had to go out, at least like now, you it's like some like kind of heroic. You can come back and save shit, sort of thing. Like I did. I am so tired, Bruce. Don't you dare (laughs) throw me in a Tartarus pit. I don't want to come back. I'm, I'm so, I'm so tired. This is, um, so I am, um, Noom, um, I am a little curious about what's going, uh, to happen with this. Because on the one hand, um, it's comics. Um, (laughs) Alfred is, like, a huge part of Batman canon and has been for a long time. Um, but on the other hand, um... Alfred faked his death because he's actually an immortal vampire hunter. Yes, just like DC, just like we said. Mm -hmm. Um, on the other hand, Alfred is, like, canonically very old. And at some point, they would need to come up with... Like, he can't live forever, and... Unless... Unless he's an immortal vampire hunter, yes. So, if they're not going the immortal vampire hunter route, which they should, um, they would have needed at some... Like, at some point, Alfred would, like... Alfred would die of natural causes before Bruce would. (laughs) Um, so, oops. Don't make that noise. (laughs) Um... So at some point, they would need to come up with something to do with Alfred, such as make him a vampire hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, or. But, or. Supervillain. Or supervillain. But they did kind of already do that once before. You're right. And then kind of again with the Neil Gaiman story where he was the Joker, but that wasn't actually what happened. Um, Alfred has been a puppet this whole time. Oh. Um. 
and he has been controlled by um oh who would control him oh the court of owls he's, yeah he's a puppet I, I think, controlled by I the think court actually, of owls i think his when the court of owls is introduced it's established that they were like blackmailing alfred's father um so yes and then they killed him i do and then they killed yes him. okay that yes i remember this um but he's a puppet alfred doesn't exist actually no alfred does exist but he is still a shakespearean actor <laughs> in london uh-huh. and um this alfred pennyworth is a very lifelike i don't maybe not a puppet because then how would it maybe it's like a android sort of thing oh i didn't I thought I thought you meant a metaphorical puppet. No, I mean like a, a literal puppet. A literal okay. physical puppet. Okay, so um he a is, life model decoy of is, Alfred. He is not a man. Okay. He is a machine. And every once in a while the court of owls sneaks in to do maintenance and then they wipe uh everything down after so that uh nobody knows that they were there. And Alfred's just like, yeah, I am to- totally a normal human butler, Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs> Don't worry about me. All right. I'm never dying. I, it sounds good to me. I, I, can, I cannot die. Advanced AI, Alfred Pennyworth. Um, yeah, and then it, it loops all the way back around into MCU Jarvis. <laughs> Full circle, baby. Ah, shit. I didn't even oh, realize. Fuck, we invented Jarvis again. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know, if you go far enough, you just yeah. We we just end up back at MCU Jarvis. Uh, the nature of humanity is that every so often somebody just reinvents MCU Jarvis. Except this one is evil. Except not evil. He's just he doesn't know that he's evil, but really he's um providing the court of owls with information uh without him knowing he believes that he is real human butler alfred pennyworth and he has cared (laughs) for uh bruce wayne all this time and all these kids and he really does care and then you know they find out that he's this like machine and this ai Mm -hmm. and it's a whole conflict and i really need i did google the dc executive addresses earlier but google did not give them to me but now i need them much more <laughs> dc i have ideas who do i contact go back to google and be like no this time it's important <laughs> no this time for real i have a good idea you might not think it's good but i think it's good i think i think if you listen to your heart you will find that it is indeed very good cuz all bane did was kill the shell that was containing Alfred. He's backed up on the Court of Owls databases. They can make, they uh-huh. can build him again. He can come back. Yeah, they can put him in a whole new body if they want to. Yeah, he could be buff this time. He could be buff Alfred. Buff, young, hot Alfred. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hell yes. Um. Okay. But it, young buff hot Alfred, but it still has the Alfred, pe- the normal Al- Alfred Pennyworth head. 
I had in the some present questions. day, it seemed like. I went to Collider.com's Pennyworth tag, and now there's a headline, Pennyworth gets renewed for a swingin' 60-second season on Epics. What? What? <laughs> What's happening? Hello? I don't understand. I don't understand the math. Pennyworth teaser trailer. Alfred's origin and a seductive Queen Elizabeth? What? Does Alfred fuck Queen Elizabeth? I don't know. I don't know. What's, what's happening? I don't know what's happening. Okay, Pennyworth. Okay, this one's from October 12th. Pennyworth season two trailer teases Lucius Fox in a Thomas Wayne twist. Uh, curious casting news. Okay, so Lucius Fox is gonna be there. That's not the twist. Oh, okay. That seems pretty um, normal. There's also the matter of Thomas Wayne revealing that he's engaged in this teaser trailer to someone other than Martha Wayne is whoa, the twist, apparently. Whoa. Okay. But this is this supposed <clears throat> to be in the 60s now? What is happening? I need to, like, actually look up... Oh, I, I just... I just went back long enough that I forgot that I had my initial Google was young, buff, hot Alfred Pennyworth. Um. <laughs> oh, boy. Please just give me the TV series so that I can, um, hello, Wikipedia, please tell me everything you know. <laughs> Premise. Okay. Uh, Wikipedia says... 50s and 60s. So maybe it was a typo when that one thing said 1920s. I I mean, that would make a lot more sense. American Agent Thomas Wayne? What is he doing? Get out of there! American No-Name League Agent Martha Kane of hires Alfred to assist her on a dangerous mission. Martha Kane Wayne. Okay, so it looks like Martha is in... Season one, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's happening. Alfred runs a bar, apparently. Oh, okay. Good, good for him. Alistair Crowley, isn't that the supernatural guy? What? <laughs> what? I don't know. This whole set, he meets. With Alistair Crowley, who agrees to ruin the Archbishop's reputation for a kiss. I have no context other than that. Every Is Alfred kissing that, him? Every word of that was more bizarre than the last word. Okay, I guess we gotta watch. I'm so glad Alfred. I didn't read comics this week. Otherwise, this episode would go on forever. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I don't... Uh... I also don't have comics to talk about. Good, I good. I realize feel, how long we've been going. I feel way less bad about, like, spending the past... It feels like an hour. It feels like we've been talking for an hour about the TV show Pennyworth, of which neither of us has seen. <laughs> um, well, I have a lot to unpack, personally. Um... Hey everyone, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call it now. Thanks for coming on this journey with us. It went to some places that neither of us predicted. Famed um, magician Alistair Crowley. I can't hear any more words about Pennyworth. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my mind. Satanist um, Alistair Crowley. What is happening? I okay. If somebody, if anyone... If anyone is watching this and can tell us if um Alfred kisses Crowley from Supernatural, I it's, if Alfred it's kisses for Crowley sure from a different actor. It is for sure a different actor. But is this like Alistair Crowley the demon? The demon? The demon from Supernatural? Um if that happened, I would want it to be comics canon, and I would want it to be... I, I would only... I would never get tired of okay, hearing about okay, it. I would okay. want it to be, like... Okay, yes. there is a yes. real-life English occultist named Alistair Crowley who okay. lived from 1875 to 1947. So I feel like... <laughs> okay, so the demon... Is named after the man, or is the demon like, I'm a demon and I was pretending to be a man? Well, now I have to look up Supernatural Crowley. Okay, well, I'm not gonna, I can't listen to Supernatural lore in addition to all of this, so I'm gonna finish the episode. Okay. You should follow us online. Um, we have a Twitter, a Tumblr, um, a Facebook page. Okay, he was inspired by Aleister Crowley. His name is inspired by Aleister Crowley. He is not supposed to okay. be Aleister Crowley, but they're like, hey, let's name him after this occultist. Okay, let's really confuse Briar and Olivia many, many years from now. In the year 2020. Um, follow us. Um, you can see when we post new episodes. If you follow us on Twitter, you will see a bunch of other stuff. Because that's where we are most active. Um, we have a Discord server <laughs> where you can um, share uh, pictures of your pets, talk about movies, do whatever you want. Anything, anything goes. Whatever you feel like doing. <clears throat> um, yes. You gotta be chill, though. You do gotta be chill. It's not anything goes uh, in like an anything goes sort of way. It's like a... We have a wide range of topics as long as you're chill and nice and cool. Don't yeah, yeah that's don't sorry. be mean that in our important. server. Don't quote Olivia saying anything goes to be mean in our server. It's not allowed. No, that's not. Don't take my words out of context. Anything goes, you can post about any topics that are not, you know, hurtful to people. They don't have to be comics, but they should be normal. <laughs> they should be not bad things. They should have good vibes. You could tell me about Alistair Cr Well, we do have a bad vibes channel, but... We do have a bad vibes channel, but that's for like, oh, I feel bad about this thing that happened. Not for you saying bad things. <laughs> I feel like if you are the type of person who would just go into a Discord channel and be a jerk, you probably wouldn't have listened to this podcast this whole time. But you would hope. if you come into our Discord and be a big jerk, we will kick you out of the Discord. And um, you don't want that. 
Um, we also have a Patreon. If you want to support us on there, we will be recording our December bonus episode in the next couple of days, because December's really almost over. It's um, gone by so fast. It's, a lot of things are happening. Um, but uh, subscribe to our Patreon, and you can listen to that, and also some other stuff. Um, we, um, if you can't do that, but you still want to support the show, uh, leaving a rating and a review is, um, a great way to do that on your podcast listening platform of choice. Um, telling a friend about the show, going to your New Year's Eve parties and sharing, um, on Zoom safely and sharing fun facts about Alfred Pennyworth. Um, and just, uh, joining us every week, like, uh, like you have done today and you continue to do many of you so thank you um we sure do appreciate it thank you for being here today on capes and japes i have been olivia and i have been briar and as always kiss me sexy batman as always alfred pennyworth kiss crowley from supernatural (laughs) sexy young alfred pennyworth kiss crowley from supernatural i guess (laughs) 